Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Sue Fansale. And this evening, I'm chatting to Kiabetsui um, Mutilanyane, also known as KB. And we're speaking about parenthood. The question I'm asking you is, how has parenthood or being a parent changed your life? Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. It's one minute past seven and welcome to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Sue Fansale. We have a great show lined up for you. I'm sitting in studio with the wonderful, lovely um, Gabetsui KB Mutzilanyane. She's an actress and um, she does a lot of work outside of acting and we'll be talking about that this evening. But the question I'm asking you is how has being a parent changed your life? How has how bringing up kids um, you know, changed you? When I look at my own life, I have a 10-year-old daughter and a seven year old son and I think you know sometimes we're so set in our ways we're set in the things that that we are this is how I am and I'll never change until you're challenged by your child telling you that look mom you promised to do this and you didn't do it and I don't like that and you must apologize and I've learned to apologize I've learned to say sorry I've learned to introspect and and rethink the way I say things all because of having children I mean my 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 husband has done a lot in shaping the person that I am my mom did a great job but um you know then you come across these two little things that you gave birth to and they talk back at you and you don't really like it. But I'm joined by um, I'm KB. She's here. Thank you so much for being here, KB. Thank you for having me. And um, and yes, and, and I'm happy that you're here because um, I mean, I've read a lot about you. We've seen you on TV. We know that you're a wonderful singer. And um, it's always great to have, you know, a, a person on the other side of the mic being interviewed <laughs> for a change and just sharing honestly and openly about how about how their life is going and how they bring up their kids and things right. like that. So I'm really happy to have you here on Sidebar, Cindy. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so just to go into a bit of background about about um, your life, we know where were you born and and yeah, what is your upbringing like? What, what were you like as a child to your parents? Sure. So I was born in Moro. Pilanisburg. Most people know it as Pilanisburg. Um, very rural at the time. So I think my upbringing was very. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of six children. Wow. So what, num- what number are you? <laughs> number four. Okay. Lucky number four. Yes. And um, so I, I, I grew up, I think, in an environment that was just. You know, always busy, people moving around. But because of the size of the family, you had to learn to share. Mm. You had to be considerate, you know. And my parents used to do things like, they're not going to buy three just in case. They're going to buy one. And you must make sure so that they can, it teaches you or it's not just for you alone. Um, you had to learn to look after each other. You know, it was such a, it's almost like you were trying to, to, to find your way in the in the crowd um but very warm very um grounded and what else just played a lot lots of music and school what is school do you enjoy school <laughs> I, I like that. I look. enjoy. I enjoyed. I enjoyed school when we did literature, when we did music, certain things. I did. So you enjoy. were already drawn to that from already, an early age. Yes, yes. And and you know, I mean, when you look, when you when you're with teachers and your schoolmates look at you now, what do they say? I mean, I'm sure you've bumped into them over wow. the years. But you know, my born like wow, KB. They're so they're so proud, and it's really humbling because I know I know my background. I know where I come from. Um, most of us had grew up in a village. You see a lot of things 
things on TV and you never imagine that one day it could be you that people are watching on TV. So, or, or one, I'll say somebody who, I guess, influences um, people's minds, who influences where, where the world goes in a way. Um, so... They, when I see them, they're so proud and, and I recognize the contribution that they made because I think most of what has, um, kept me around for such a long time comes, comes from my upbringing and, and, and what I was taught when I was young. And who was your favorite teacher? Yo, there were two. So in my primary school, Nkonali, uh, Principal Amukoka, Kopuso Primary School, Kumavalstad. And then Yana Miss Mohwashi when I was at Paswana High School in Mafiking. And how did they inspire you? Um, they were very, all, what I remember most about them is that they were constantly smiling. Aww. They were very patient with us as children. Mm-hmm. Um, they encouraged us to, to be open. They encouraged us to, to learn to ask questions. And so, you know, school can be a very daunting experience. And I met Miss Mohatla when I went to Standard 5 and I went to a very big school. Mm-hmm. So, it just made me feel comfortable, made me feel safe. And had you moved from another school when you were, when you moved to the school where Ms. Mkhatle was, yes. was teaching? Yes. And and what, what changed because you were going to a new grade or changed because you had changed? New grade. Environment? Oh, okay, new all right. Grade. Okay, all right. Yes. And the other thing as well that, that, I mean, just sitting here talking to you, KB, you, you come across as a very kind person. <laughs> so you. you know, so that 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 you have a very I, I just I, I can just feel it's this very soft spirit from you. Is that how you've always been? Is it because of your upbringing? Where where does that come from? And it's a difficult question, but yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Um, I don't know. I think why can I about you talking about parenting? I think it's like the environment that I grew up in mm-hmm. that sort of um, allowed me to be that way, or or made me made me that way mm. because i think i think your environment influences who you become when you grow up if you are maybe in a in a in a, a bit of a, a hostile environment then you have to be you have to be defensive you have yeah, to build a wall around yourself and so on yes I, I i have to i have to attribute it to home and how i grew up and then your decision i mean your choices in korea you're acting and you're singing in korea um when did you realize okay when i when i'm done at school i want to go into singing <laughs> i want to go into acting when I realized, I never had that thought. Yimbele. I didn't know what I wanted to do in matric. So, because I grew up dancing, singing, acting, and so on, a friend of mine said, Bona told me there's this course, go to UT. If you go study, then at least you can have like a sort of a, a gap year because you get to sing and you get to dance. So, because my parents would never allow me to not study, I took that course as like a... And what course was that, Musical theatre. Oh, great. So, Nico and you know... And then a couple of years later, I remember the penny dropped when I was standing on stage receiving an award and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm an artist. I can <laughs> do this. Thing. But it wasn't really, it, it started off as like something I was doing in the meantime, mm. you know. So yeah, the rest is history. I mean, um, I have a cousin who also did, um, um, she studied at TUT and she did she did um, um, vocal arts. Mm. And one thing I know about, about you creatives is that there's a lot of criticism in your industry, so you're, you know, you're, you're learning, and you've got your, your teachers, and you've got your your coaches, and so on, and they're always criticizing you. Mm. How do you how do you deal with criticism? Sure. Um, when I was young, obviously, it was it was very difficult to deal with it because we we want to impress, you know, mm. and and one hasn't yet learned to be comfortable in their own skin. Mm. Um, but I've also now, with with time and hohola, I've come to understand that you. you Sometimes where it comes from and 
I decide what to do with it, whether whether I accept it or not. I think the most important thing is to be honest with myself about it. So if somebody's criticism is constructive and what they're saying is right, um, I do take it in and, and sort of see how I can improve on whatever I did or on myself if I need to. Mm. But it's okay. And you, you're able to distinguish between the two? It, it, it took a long time, but yeah. yes, I am now. Okay, and yeah. friends from TUT, are there still people from there that you're friends with today? Not friends, but when we see each other, it's always great. People like Tamara Day, you mm. know, um, Harukopana, wherever. She's one of those artists I know that when I work with this one or wherever I meet her, it's going to be great because she was really, she was also really great at what she did. Um, got TUT as a student. Um, so we don't keep in touch, but Rabonana in the industry mm-hmm. and, and always very supportive of each other. And your longevity, I mean, the industry, I know that, I mean, I'm just new. I'm new in the entertainment industry. I'm a medical doctor by profession. Yes. So my day job is seeing people and listening to stories. And so I'm new in all of this. And I know that longevity is a thing. So you don't yes. take any day for granted because, mm. you, you know, you're here today and tomorrow you're gone. Mm. What What do you think has attributed to the fact that you're still here today after all these years? I think it's the fact that um, I, I like I allow myself to to I ride the wave. I, I don't try to go against it, so mm. to speak. So when there's no momentum, I don't try to create momentum. I, there's no momentum, and then when then when I momentum, then I then I then I ride that momentum. Mm. Um, and then the, when I do take the time off, I. I introspect a lot. I, I work on myself. I, but it's hard because you have to accept the fact that you won't be included in a lot of things. Yes, because true. obviously people like people that are that are everywhere and seen and so on. So I make peace with a lot of things to say. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time to myself and work on myself. Work on how I feel because I also think that it's it's good for us as artists as creatives you must almost you must evolve with your work your work must evolve with you yes. so you can take your audience with you as well and evolve with them i feel like sometimes when we especially when we start out we feel this pressure to constantly produce music to constantly be everywhere to give 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 because we're afraid what if we let go um, you'll, you'll fall off the radar absolutely mm. so i think you have to be comfortable with falling off the radar it is healthy um it allows you time to regroup it allows you time to think about what you, what you want to do next and decide you know you get to choose okay maybe I want to do this maybe I don't want to do this anymore so we shouldn't be afraid of that and your squad do you have a bunch of girls or guys that keep you going Um, I don't have a squad at the moment Uh, in 2012 I'd made a decision to just again fall off the radar but this time I wanted to sort of I'd done the whole music thing I'd done the acting I'd done everything and it was brilliant and it felt good but there was a bit of a disconnection between where I was emotionally and my work like if you like, I just needed to to take a step back and look at what was happening and just try and uh, connect the dots for myself to understand what Gabriel wants to do with 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 the music what Gabriel wants to do with the acting what Gabriel wants to do with herself and the message that she wants to put out there why do I really want to be in this industry what purpose do I want to serve um so when I took made that decision I just sort of um, stopped working with all the people that I was working with and from then onwards I started doing everything myself because I wanted to have a very clear understanding what is it that I'm doing why am I doing it and how do I do it so multi everything KB like everything as in everything everything, everything to understanding 
so a record label how do I become a label um, going back to old contracts and, and to look and say okay what was wrong with this contract what was right with it why did I sign it how do I fix it in the future finding out about royalties and, and having people look at the contracts so just sort of understanding the, the, the business aspect of what I've been doing the whole time because sometimes you do get caught up in the in in the rush with artists you never still constantly moving and when you have a squad you sometimes you do get too comfortable because you have people that are looking after everything for mm, you mm. and instead of feeling uncomfortable at that stage that's amazing i mean that's 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 i think that's that's important information for youngsters or people out there who are maybe thinking of embarking on on a sure. career in entertainment sure. to to look at the contracts and mm. and try and understand what everything is all about before you jump into it mm. and the biggest lesson from all of that for you was that you know you need to know what everything is about yeah and 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 if you don't know ask you know, don't be afraid to sound dumb because you 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 will benefit a lot from understanding what you're doing, and and you'll know how to then use that wave also to your own advantage. And when you look in your industry, um, has it been has it been difficult? Was it difficult for you to cut ties with the labels or with the people that you were attached to? Was the, you know, do, you, do you have any legal battles? No, or was no, it easy no, no. I mean, you? I've been I've been blessed because I I worked with people that are really understanding because mm-hmm. even right now as we speak some of them we are having conversations the same conversations to say okay guys let's look at what we did a hundred years ago what do we want to do with it and we still all of us have matured all of us know exactly what to do um, and we're very happy to embark on more ventures together in the future so that's been a great blessing for me and you know I think one of the things that I'm learning now that I'm in the industry <laughs> a little bit is, is, is knowing your worth so you know people invite me mm. to give talks mm. and they want to know how much the talk is and I'm thinking okay no I do a lot of this stuff for free on Twitter but yes. now people want to pay me for doing certain things mm. and it's, it's, it's been difficult having to sit down and think okay so how much how much is an hour of Cindy's time yes. worth right yes. how did you get to that how did you understand this is how much um, Gabetsui Mutilanya's time is worth. This is how much I am worth as as a person with this uh, yeah. gift that I have. I know what you mean, right? Because you, you don't sort of you don't see yourself like that. 20 words and say, okay, I'm going to charge 20 cents per word mm. and this and that. So I sort of go with, with um, obviously the industry standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is I do like to um, I do like to get to a stage where um, I do do the talk. So most of the times, or I do want to perform. So, so I don't say, oh, when I was for 10 randa, when I was for 100 randa, what 10 randa can move for me, kind of a thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But what I'll say to you is, this is what I can give you for that. And, and so it's not, it's, it's, I get more for Oh, so they get something? But, yes. But okay, I was like, all right. for 30 seconds performance mm-hmm. <laughs> for this amount of money yes because okay. I, the, I i realized from my 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 being away from the industry that i get more fulfillment from being an artist from performing when i think about it i want to go on stage i want to sing and then i want to go home mm. <laughs> those are my happy places any stage fights do you still get stage fights always 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 and I, i've come to appreciate it um because i I think every every performance is that important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you? 
do you get when, when I'm going to give a speech mm. when I'm speaking mm. I do know I do get a bit of a bit nervous a beforehand bit. and I phone my husband I'm like I don't want to do this <laughs> but then the moment you're on stage and you start then it becomes easier yeah and and how do you deal with your fans I mean I know that there's a there's a, there's a specific person I'm not going to name the person's um, industry or whatever because mm. they never know who I'm talking about but there's mm. a specific person that I really wanted to take a selfie with so I watched this person perform and I waited for this person to finish performing I managed to get a backstage pass and I waited for two hours and the person refused to you know take a selfie because they were tired mm. and I was very hurt by that. Yes. Right? Yes. And then later on, I thought to myself, okay, but can't be a again. It's okay. It's fine. I'll get over it. Yes. But actually, I haven't really gotten over it. Oh. How do you deal with fans that want to take a picture with you? Or Katele, you're in your dressing room and someone comes and says, KP, Dr. Cindy's waiting outside, please. You know, she's yeah. just like one selfie, 10 seconds of your time. How do you deal with that? I'll, I'll give you my experience, mm-hmm. which... Um, had a very a big impact on me. So many years ago, before I started singing, I got like to do two scenes in the movie Ali. Mm-hmm. And if you remember the movie, it was Star Started with Joe yes. Smith. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So we did a whole evening shoot with him. So you can imagine it's always twelve hours and so on, from six until six the next morning. I ran up to him and I said, but he was already inside this car and the, and the car was like sort of moving slowly and I'm waving, but I'm on the driver's side. So I say, can I please get a picture with Mr. Smith? And the driver said, no, he's tired. And Will Smith said, no, stop the car. I will never forget how I felt. Wow, KB. I'll never forget that moment. And he came out. And he took the picture with us. I've lost the pictures. I don't know what happened to them. I think someone stole them. But the, the moment has stayed with me forever. And I always um, try and remember that. Obviously, people don't approach us the same way. Some people are a little bit rude. Some find you with people they don't greet. Some just sort of grab the person you're going with and give them their phone, shove a phone mm. in their face and say, you know, let's tomb and sometimes I say, please greet, please do this, please do that. Because... Um, Ultimately, I do want to take the picture with you too, because for me, it goes both ways. I'm also happy to, to see how people respond to my work. I'm also happy to see the people that, that receive my work. So mm. I, I try. Sometimes it's hard, but most of the time I do try to, to take pictures and. No, that's and beautiful. Cause I must say, you know, we don't, as fans, we don't forget those moments. You know, yeah. having a selfie with KB is yeah. special and you post it and it's, it's a special. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you had that experience with, with, um, with Will Smith. And, um, you know, so the crossover between um, acting and singing, singing and acting, which one came first? That's always so tricky because I did both. Yes, I always did But both. we didn't know that. Yeah, so, and, and I wasn't sort of thinking, now I'm going to sing, now I'm going to, it was almost like a, I was just going with the flow, you know. But what people saw first, I remember, was the acting um, on backstage and then the music came later but what people don't know is when I got onto the show I was already in the studio recording so I would say the singing mm-hmm. remember I started out with Crowder Crew my yes, yes yes go and, 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 and so I'd say it was the singing and would, and are they the same in your heart would you know what which one which one do you love the most of the two um, I used to love singing more um, because I felt like, yeah, in the music, I express myself and it's not a script. How was scripts for you? When you I know. That was so hard, Katie. That was so <laughs> I hard. Know. 
husband was very difficult. <laughs> Acting is not for everybody. I know, <laughs> right? I didn't say much, but yeah. I was traumatized. Yes, because <laughs> everybody just moves and they're like on you, right? Yeah. So I used to, I used to think, ah, no, I like I like singing more. But then one day I thought, why choose? I can do all of them, and and it's it's awesome, right? That's a you, you can't you can't shouldn't you know dissect your talents and say, no, I like this one more than this one. They're all they're all there for you to enjoy and to share with. Okay. People. So you're listening to Sidebot Cindy with me, Cindy Francel. If you've missed most of the conversation, I'm chatting to KB Mutilanyane and she's an actress, a singer, she's a wonderful woman. And we're talking about parenthood. Um, we're talking about, um, you know, what has parenting changed about you? What has it taught you about life? We're taking calls on 86 And we have Aubrey calling us from Johannesburg. Um, hi, Aubrey, and welcome to um, Sidebot Cindy. Hello, Cindy, and hello, Memo Tilian. Is this uh, Obi Paul? Yes, it hello, is. Pooh. <laughs> is that his nickname? <laughs> that's, yes, that's my pet name for him. Hey, Pooh. I'm all right, baby. You know, you know, Cindy, you, 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 you have. A sister that I've walked this journey with for a long while. Um, I think we started in tertiary together. She was studying musical theatre. I was studying drama, mm-hmm. and uh, we were on campus. And, and and I think we had our, we had our eyes on the same sides um, from a very young age. And you know to see her come full circle and, and continuously reinvent herself, not only as an actress but as a musician, it's it's always refreshing. You know, I'm a bit biased because I'm I'm. Originally from Northwest, and she's from that side of the world. She's Mutuana, she's also Mutuana. But I think, I, I think, you know, the music that KB has shared with us and that she's put out there, um, you know, is 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 of is of global standard. Um, and I, I remember we did a pantomime <laughs> together. I think that's the only time I've actually had to, I've gotten to share a platform with her. Yes. But what I know is that in front of you, you're sitting with, with an amazing oh, artist. Thank you so much. Who I hope one day to, to share a platform with again. Oh, thank you so much. Are you going to make me cry now? <laughs> Don't cry, man. I'm squat man. I'm squat I appreciate that so you, much. You, but all the best, all the best. Thank I'm you so at much, you. my love. You all too. All right, lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much, Aubrey. Oh. We have um, Tikitani calling us um, yeah, from Joburg. Hi, um, and welcome to Sidebot, Cindy. Good evening, Doc. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening, Memutranyan. Uh, Good evening, Ralikai. Well, um, I've loved you and your work since uh, backstage, back, back in the days. And the <laughs> funny story is there's a time uh, they asked me to go and buy electricity. And I took money to go buy your car. That beautiful, beautiful <laughs> vibrations. Got a oh, beating it oh my, oh my word! <laughs> I'm so sorry, but happy at the same time. I appreciate the loyalty because I love your work so much. <laughs> and then you really am my tibua. Come to us. Well, we had to use candles for some time, but <laughs> I, I got what I wanted. Thank you so much. I appreciate so, it. But yeah, from then, and uh, well, uh, my uncle ended up, the one who beat me, took me to Galaga when you performed alongside um, Beyonce oh. and all that, some years ago. 2002. 2002, 2002 yeah. yeah. So he took me there in the uh, in the notion that, yeah, 
uh, he was waiting there and he saw the lineup of what's going to be happening. So he took me there. He said, yeah, that person that you took the money, <laughs> <laughs> she's here. Oh, Malumbe. So we're going to watch. But uh, what I would also want to ask uh, with regard to the topic that you're having about parenting is you you having a boy and what's happening currently. Right. Mm. Uh, what conversations are you having around uh, this situation? Yeah. Uh, well, to, to make sure that... Um, well, we're not raising the generation that's going to be the same as what's happening now, uh, not healing or having healed from whatever situation right. mm. and carry it through to their adulthood. And right. Because um, as boy child, mm. we, we normally do have parents who uh, parent us the way they do, but when we get outside to school on mm. the streets, we have mm. friends mm. whom we want to do things with, mm. and we don't know who are raising our friends wherever they yes. are. Mm. Some yes. are with single parents, some with full parents. So, yeah. what conversations are you having with him? So, and yeah, yeah. So, I've I've always um, had conversations with conversations with my son from when he was small um, about everything that. Um, I thought maybe he was ready to talk about and I always encouraged him to talk to me um, and, I, and I sort of, I look closely, I listen closely, I, I, I pay close attention to him because I always felt that I, I needed to be able to understand maybe things about him that he himself does not understand. Uh, mm. um, and one of the things that really stood out to me was the fact that, you know, um, the, 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 the men are trash hashtag because I, I looked at my son and I thought but he isn't um, and how do I make sure that he that, and, and if he's seen that kind of statement what does he think about does he think it applies to him mm. and how do I then tell him that it doesn't talk to him but how do I then explain why something like that came up so we talk about everything. And I've said to him, you know, I know that in your life you're going to have 20 friends that advise you. Can I be one of those people yeah. that gets to just hear? Um, and I've always taken interest in his thoughts, in his ideas, in what he's interested in. And he's 13 now. He's 13. Mm. So um, all our lives together, I, I, I ask him, so what are you doing now? And I tell myself, it's, it's not about you, Gabby. It's, it's about him. Mm. So when he talks, some things you thinking you're they're already using these words or mm. he tells me my you know our friends and and, and and us did this did that and 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 i i sort of process and then i think okay what do i need him to understand and what i thought is most important for our children boys and girls i think we need to teach our children to think for themselves for when we are not there yeah so we need to teach them to process uh, uh, information to process a, a situation to analyze and then make a decision um so i and i try to do that a lot where i don't instruct 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 i listen and then i say to him boy th these are the options what do you think yeah and when he gives me an option i say to him okay we're gonna try your option I'm not sure about it, but let's try it because I need him to see uh, um, also his ideas, whether yes. they work or not. You see, and I started with small things where he'll say, mommy, I'd like to microwave an egg. And I say, what do you think is going to happen? He says, I don't know. I think it's going to explode. I say, okay, let's try, you know. So I started when he was small with things like that because I wanted him to be confident 
with his own ideas. Yeah. And and I I, I wanted to teach him to, but it meant having to trust him also. Yeah. To, and that's to, very difficult. It's very difficult. It's it's harder to to teach that way. Um, but I'm hoping that it gives a result that I that I that I'd like to have for him. And I see. I mean, when he gets a text, for example, on his phone, he says to me, and and it's an awkward text. He says, "Mommy, look at this text. What do you think this person is saying?" And that's his phone. I don't demand his phone. Mm. I don't. So every day, I just I just you know sort of work towards to us that I think we need to build. Um, stronger relationship with our children, boys and girls, um, and I also became aware of the fact that most of the uh, of the um, initiatives now favor girls over that's boys true. and then I thought but now what's going to happen in 10 years time? And that's true and I, and I mean so, as a medical doctor I can definitely vouch for that that we've yeah. spent so much time focusing on the girl child yeah. and there's a reason for that I think that when you look absolutely. at the stats there's absolutely. more girl children affected absolutely. but we, we mustn't leave the boy boys, child behind yes. and that's something we have to look for, yes. look, look to in the future but if you've just joined us you're listening to Saipat Cindy with me Cindy Sirefansel I'm chatting to KB Mutilanyana she's an actress she's a singer and of course she's a parent and a mom and we're talking about her son she's a 13 year old son um, and and have you had the sex talk with your son, KP? <laughs> um, the one time I tried to, he says, ah, they told us, they told us at school already. <laughs> and then he says, I can't believe you think I already want to make a baby. <laughs> so I said, no, boy. You know, but uh, I do appreciate the fact that when he has a question, he asks me, like, That's mommy, what is, what is that? And, and sometimes he'll be shy. And I said to him, boy, if you can't look me in the eyes, write it down. And, like, <laughs> and then I read it. You know, and just it anything an for answer. him to communicate. And that's really what you want. I mean, I always say to parents when, when I encourage them to give the sex talk, I mean, the earlier you start, the better. Eight years old is a great age. You want your child to regard you as the first Port of call for information regarding sex because in mm. the playground mm. they're going to hear things from other kids yes. that they're not really sure about but you want them to come and say mommy I heard that this is this and this is yes. that and what do you think yes. that's what you want so I'm glad that you yes. and your son have these that have these conversations yeah and with the phone as well I talked to him about how to how to use the phone how to communicate what to look out for what's okay what's not okay because um like I want him to be able to use it because that yeah. is that is that is that is their gadget, yes. the gadget of their generation. So and that's how we keep in touch with them as well. Absolutely. So I, I I always think, okay, now they use phones. How can I empower him so that he knows how to use it and he looks after himself and he looks after whoever that he's talking to on the yeah. phone. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Once and you know, what do what do it's done. They don't have to explain now. too much. It is different now. And being a single parent, um challenging? Um, yeah, I mean 24 hours you like yo can there be 30 hours in a day so mm. that i can take a nap but luckily i love being a mom like if i could have more kids i would um and i'm i'm also very i'm blessed with a beautiful child he really is a, a good boy and so every time i think oh thank goodness i don't have to worry about this thank i don't mm. have to worry about that um so i think the love for being a mother and 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 i love to teach i love also how the the process the impact it has on me like a whole you know so it, it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of work a lot of passion but i would never do anything else and um he also gets to hang out with his dad mm. which and that's was important. yes but which it, it started happening after a while but when it did happen i i could just see this different side of him that started yeah. blossoming but more 
how proud he felt, you know, um, to see this person that he looks like and they walk like and everything is so <laughs> exciting. So it's, it's been great. And, and I wish that most single parents, and I, and I know that it's difficult, but do, let's, to not make it about ourselves yeah. and make it about the child. And whenever you, you, you think there might, might be an opportunity to create an environment for them to have both parents in the same space, not where we must be together or anything, mm-hmm. but to, to, to interact with Luna together, I think, try try and allow that, if it's possible. I mean, I can't and, speak and for how, other people. And KB, how did you explain divorce to your son? Um, you see, they see these things on TV. I mean, if you if you watch the kinds of shows that are on TV now, um, you you have kids that you're like, okay, maybe, you know, you just, I'm, I, we were watching this other show the other day and we couldn't tell if the characters were boys or girls, the way they were styled. So you had to watch for a bit and say, oh, that's a, that's a girl. Oh, that's a boy. Mm-hmm. So they're already exposing them to, you know, different uh, ways of, of, of being. And you have, you know, single parented families in their TV shows. You have... Um, same-sex uh, yeah. a, a couple, a yeah. couple's raiding kids and whatever. Mm. So it's not such a such a strange idea, Mokubona. I think what one just needs to do is to have the conversation with them and say, and hey, did you honest. notice? Yeah, did you notice that? And they're like, oh, yeah, mommy, you know, that's what I thought was happening. Oh, okay, cool, good catch. And then you, then then it's okay. Great stuff. Yeah. So we're taking calls, 86 Listen to me. <laughs> we have Tebo calling us from Joburg. Hi, Tebo Welcome to Cyber Arts, Cindy. Good evening, how are you? Good, thank you. I'm all right. Uh, I do my last cable. Um, let me get on top of the topic. Being a parent sometimes to a 13 year old, I've got a 11 year old and a seven year old uh, <laughs> kids. Basically, I've learned a lot uh, being a parent. Um, you should be there all times for your child, mm. give her support mm. or her give her support. And material things, I tell my kids, material things do not work all mm. the time. Mm. I give you the love and appreciate whatever I give you. Work hard and strive. Mm. And you see where you are going. And mm. being a parent at times, yeah, you have to answer all these questions. Hey, mm. you know those questions. The questions, your, <laughs> yes, the questions. Yes, yes, those questions, and you have to clarify those questions. Mm. And, and I love being a dad, and mm. um, oh. they're always with me all times wherever I go. Oh, that's wonderful! That's wonderful. It's yes. really great to hear, yes. and it's also um, refreshing. We we don't hear. Um, we have the single mom. You know, the the word just sort of rolls off our tongue so easily. Marhanti, yeah. mm. we don't talk about single dads or just dads that are very connected to their kids. So it's really great. Thank you. So so much for that. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. So, you know, so how have you shielded your son, KB, from, you know, media reports, the tabloids, social media, you know, if there's reports about right. you, you're in a new relationship and now you've broken up. Right. How have you protected him from all of that? So I, I do it from... The most important thing for me is to make sure that home is is okay. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't do so much... Um, uh, what do you call it? Like... I forgot what the word is for for what's happening outside. Mm. Um, so if something happens, I tell him, "Hey, boy, you know what? Um, this is what happened with mom." And 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 then I say to him, "What do you think?" And he tells me, and I say, "How do you feel about it?" He tells me, and I say, "Yeah, they're probably gonna write about it." He says, "Yeah, I know, you know." And then we so so 
that's how I've built that relationship that I create the security between us and with my family as well, my parents. You know, we'll have conversations about it. So by the time anything happens, they're really aware. We are fine. And because he has a gadget and he can Google, I tell him, boy, please, if you Google me, you need to know that you might find some information there that you might not like. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I like your son. But I don't stop him. I don't mm-hmm. stop him. I just sort of warn him up front and say, how do you think you're going to feel? If you see this yeah. or that. But mommy, I know you. Mm. I know you, you know, so. Yeah. That's beautiful. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to ask as well is that um, relationships, I know you li- you believe in love and you're a romantic I at I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the moment, I sort of decided to... Um, focus more on myself mm-hmm. and, and I know we say this a lot but I realized that the, maybe the reason why I haven't had much luck with relationships is that I focus too much on the other person and if the person is not from the industry I try so hard to compensate to show them and that accommodate them. and accommodate but sometimes you know it, I, I go too far to a point where mm. where I just start feeling compromised and mm-hmm. so on so I just thought you know let me let me just get to understand myself. The other day I thought to myself, actually, my first child is me. And, you know, there's another child that I have to raise and I have to look after her. I have yes. to love her. Self-care comes to, first. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have to make sure that she is happy. She's fine. She understands herself. And you can never get to a stage where you say, I've put a full stop. I know everything. But just to improve on on the relationship I have with myself. For, so for now... That's that's what that's I'm what doing. Yeah, that's yes. awesome. We'll be back after the break chatting to KB Mutilanyane about something that's very close to her heart and something that she's working on, something exciting. So, yeah, I'm chatting to um, KB Mutilanyane, actress, mom, singer, um, and she has something very exciting that she's working on that she's going to tell us about. So, KB, you're working on something to celebrate um, um, Heritage Month. Mm. And, yeah, tell us more about that. So, um, it's a campaign called Clan Bees by Castle Milk Stout, yes. where Castle Milk Stout partners with musicians, with poets, with writers and actors to sort of get people excited to reignite that spark between Batu and their clan, Maboko Aruna, where you come from, who you are, you know. Um, so the artists that are that have partnered on this with, with Castle Milk Stout, Kishom Ajozi, myself, obviously, Stjava, Tandiswa Mazwai, and a couple of praise singers, Dr. Sitole, Stone Seate, Madala Kunene, and Zolanim Kiva. Hmm. Um, and what happens is we went into the studio and, you know, duets and came up with songs. Great. Yes. So and, it's been, and we'll be hearing these songs. You'll be hearing these songs very in the soon. Next few months, yeah. Not in, yes. Uh, I think the the launch is on the 18th, actually, of September, and then the songs are going to be released on the 24th on Heritage Day. So it's it's been a very exciting project for me because, like I say, I've been sort of in hiding for a bit, and <laughs> this is the first one that kind of pulled me out of my 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 cave. Mm. Um, and what I like about the project is the fact that. As much as we live in the modern age, I'm, I'm one of those people who you know, and I always uh, find that people struggle between where does it fit in now? You know, where does it fit in now? We don't look the same way that, that we used to, like we used to Kali. And mine is just always to show people, you just, you just start where you are, you know? Yes. And so in your upbringing, I mean, so your parents, they made it 
made it it was important for mm. your parents to make sure that you guys understood where you're from your culture your language and so on absolutely and and it wasn't a case here you know we get we get set down lecture we were on it but we'd see it you know certain things happening and the parents would say okay guys when this happens the aunt must do this and Rakadi must do that and money must do this you know and it, it became something that we we just grew up observing and and got to appreciate and understand why it's done that way um and one of the things also that happened along the way which um also castle milk stout sort of made me excited about was that in 2005 so when this project came up i thought oh my goodness this is so me and i got to go to recite the poem again um but this time, you know, there, there's so many other aspects that are involved and having my song I've, I've done with Stone. So Enewa yeah. Boka in the song. But the, 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 the synergy, the chemistry, the energy is, is so, so special. Like it doesn't feel like Rukwalapina. It just feels like we're going through this whole uh, spiritual experience so together. Beautiful. And I can't wait for people to hear it. No, I can't wait to hear it either. Mm. And with your son, um, KB, how are you making sure that um, he understands your culture? He understands where he's from, his dad's culture, mm. his clan names. How are you mm. making sure that that's that's a part of his life especially in this modern age right right i think um a lot of opportunities we get when when you when you're doing in your day-to-day life mm. like i say it's better to to show how you live in, 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 your, in your day-to-day life than having to sit down and trying to t- try to teach a person something. Mm. So his father is Tosa and he's got Tosa friends and they always spoke English in English and when when his dad is visiting and then the then then he starts to hear the the, the clicks and the and then he thinks oh so this is what we are and the other day he says mommy I said what I'm Jola mama I'm Jola because you were you Jola absolutely and I didn't even say that to him so I thought okay I love this you know so like I said with with the kids it's you have to do it you have to lead by example. I think mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to, to do it. Um, and with, with what Castle Mixed Out is doing is that even with music, you know, people learn a lot more when they're relaxed, when they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to music, you know, the information just seeps through and it, I'm hoping that it will trigger something that will make you think, actually, where do I come from? Um, and one of the beautiful things that also happened in this journey is that cultural museum we are looking at the lineage and so on and one of the crew members said oh that's my surname wow. you know <laughs> so we're hoping that um people understand that the journey is not about being perfect yeah what what, what castle mixed out wants to do it, it's just reigniting to say wherever you are right now doesn't matter your age doesn't matter your experience doesn't matter you know how little you know about your culture but just be inspired through this music through, the, through these songs that you are hearing to go back and just learn more about yourself because what I guess we've tended to do is turn heritage and heritage day into sort of what we are wearing on the day and it's, um, just, it's just for that day and then the following day for, we've forgotten about absolutely it. you don't even know um the history of that fabric you're wearing mm-hmm. you don't even know what it meant and those are things that we have to to actually think about every day to say stone would you sit here would you do this would i stand mm-hmm. up would you sit down mm-hmm. you know but but it was really 
beautiful for me, especially because of where I am in my life right now. And also, KB, I think the other thing that we don't realize is that we 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 growing up. Mm. I'm 43. One day I'll be 60, and there'll be things that need need need, need to be done in the family, mm. and people are looking to us because our grannies have have passed Isn't away it? or are passing away. Our mm. moms are going, mm. and we need to know this stuff. And it worries me. It worries me that we're, we're not, not learning paying too much attention, no. and we're not learning no. who passes down that history. Yeah, you know, you know, in the family. Yeah. So I. And I think maybe the journey with the music helped me because I would listen to to other artists and think, sure, they sound so great, you know, singing in their own language. And that forced me to go back because I, I then realized you can't sing about stuff you don't know, you know. And and I also thought I cannot present myself when I don't know who I am. What am mm-hmm. I presenting to people? Um, so I started asking my parents about my surname. What does my surname mean? Mutsilanyane. I don't hear, there are not, you know, that many Mutsilanyanes around. Mm. Um, so we, as a family, we have these get-togethers, you know, in December where we get to meet each other and, and the most beautiful ha- thing happens. Some of us have the exact same names, you know. You're like Rasindi Mutsilanyane and there's another Sindi Mutsilanyane and it becomes so, so beautiful and we don't realize how much of that we need. We connected to other people online mm. on social media. I think it's worth taking the time to, to connect with each other. As that's beautiful. As and that's so important. Yeah. I mean, I always say to people that, you know, once, once the grandparents have passed away, it's like mm. a, a, a big tree Oof. has been cut down, oh, you know, yeah. and then the smaller trees come up, so it's your parents. When they pass away, then that's, there's another tree that is, you know, and mm. it just carries on like that. Mm. So it's so important mm. to keep the roots, the, it, to keep it, the roots going. Absolutely. Down. Absolutely. I mean, in my, I'm constantly Collecting pictures of my grandparents. I mean, that my is parents. so important. Whenever I go home, I'm like, yeah. okay, my great grandfather, <laughs> write me the. <laughs> because what I want is my son, whenever he passes that wall, Montru, he must see, okay, oh, the great, great, great grandfather, he fought the world, the first world war. This is what he did. That Those is kind. so important. Yes. Baby. That's amazing. Yeah. So, what are your clan names? That's beautiful. <laughs> Let me tell you about about this. Yeah. What it's what it's done for me now in, at, at my age. You know, we meditate and we've got all these like ideas about how to, you know, pull yourself towards yourself. Mm. It is one of the things that I do when I'm when I'm stuck maybe in, in in my heart, in my thoughts, in my mind. I just sort of recited quietly to myself. It 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 just it does reinforce it reinforces me and um I hope that everybody gets to discover that that aspect of themselves. I hope that uh, by people hearing the clan bees, by people, you know, following them Castle Milk Stout uh, um, campaign, they get to they get to discover that about themselves. It also makes you because we 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 spend we have this alone time me time thing so much that we forget the greatness that we come from. We forget the people that we are connected. In the rush to. of this world, it's so absolutely easy to forget the greatness you come from. Absolutely. So this 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 campaign near yeah, the Clan Beats yeah, Castle Milk Stout, the, the 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 one thing that I hope it does for people, I hope it reminds you of the greatness that you come from, the greatness that has made you who you are. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear the song. <laughs> so you move from you know from the village to Johannesburg. 
you know, you came to study at TUT. Mm. That transition, what is that like, KB? I did not want to live in Joburg initially. I cried when I moved to Joburg because I, I was so scared of it. So I You'd heard stories. I'd heard stories. So what, what did you right? hear about Joburg? <laughs> how things swallows people. Yes, I want to hear what did you hear? Piss you out. And, 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 and yes. And you know how parents, you know, that, that kind of thing. But... Um, so I, I stayed in, in Pretoria, get traveler all the way to Goldrip City to do my show because I refused to live in Joburg. Then I moved to Cape Town and then Cape Town brought me to Joburg. Uh, and for a while in Kirisist, I was unhappy. I was like, I'm just going to stay in my corner until I need to come out and whatever. And then a couple of years later, I thought, you know what? You need to, you need to just make your life happen where you are. Yeah, you know, Reskera, we postpone too much. We we judge too much. This should have been facing that way, and it should have been facing east. It should have been. Um, I've just gone to appreciate everything um, where I am. Make the most of it, and. If I don't like something, how can I improve on it? What can I contribute? You know the 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 saying: "You'll be the change you want to see." Yeah. So, yeah. So now I consider myself a Joburg, and my boy said to me, "Mom, I'm a city boy. I'm a city boy, mom." <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "I'm closer. I'm much older." I'm like, "Mom, I'm a city boy." <laughs> does he Does but, he go home? Does he go home at all? He goes home and home at his his dad's home. Not yet. Okay. But my home home he does go. And the beautiful thing is Chukomusing, right? And he'll say, I'm taking my PlayStation, I'm taking my this, I'm taking oh, my phone. Yeah. When he gets there, it he sits leaves in the room and he's sitting outside and I thought, Yes boy. That's what it feels like. That's what it should be. So the fact that he's able to adjust between, you know, the different environments and he can find it is not, he's not uncomfortable in, in the more, um, rural environment mm-hmm. also makes me happy because then I know that he, he, he fits in, he takes it all in and he understands that it's a, it's a part of who he is. That's beautiful. You're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Fantel. I'm having a wonderful conversation with, um, KB Mutsilanyane, actress, mom, singer, and she's working on something, um, that's going to come out in the next few weeks um, a wonderful project um, about heritage mm-hmm. and understanding your heritage and appreciating your heritage and that's something that they're doing with Castle Milk Stars and she's just explained that to us before you leave KB we're not, we're not ending now but we're <laughs> soon. I'd love you to say your clan names again oh. just, just, you know, towards, I, was, I was sitting there like goosebumps on myself just so so beautiful but, okay. um, and um, I, I, look I, I, I'm happy to have met you I, I'm, I've admired you from afar I'm happy to have met you and I'm, I'm really happy about the way you bring up your son I think you know you. as a child that grew up in a single parent's home single kids grow up with a little cloud over their mm, heads you mm. know everyone is, is expecting us to not succeed because mm. Asina Baba and mm. I've always felt so good I'm happy to have grown up in a home where I had a mommy that did her best right. I'm not sure I would be the person that I, I am now if mm. I'd had both parents mm. dysfunctional. Right. So you, you know. work with what you have. You yeah. work with what you have. You make the best of it. Um, I always, I always taught my son, you know, about his dad. I always told him about his dad. I always. So when he met him, the, it was. Just, he said to me, "Mommy, I don't know why you haven't, you didn't do this sooner." You know, and that made me happy. And I said to his dad, "Thank you for doing this because." Nobody can replace who you are in this boy's life. And so, like I said, I think, I know it's hard and circumstances, but if it's, if it's possible for us as parents to put our children first mm. and, and, and because it's almost like, right? And you just try to get as many as possible so that the foundation is as solid as possible. So, yeah, <laughs> it's trial and error, but where we make it happen. I could talk to you forever. Thank you so much for being here. And as I said, just for me, one more time. <laughs> 
please could i hear your plans kb ke mo tshana molla ditlere mo senya khagase tsa bangwe mo se tla sala le dio wa khagafela matshego mo tshwa mma khapu ya khaphunya na ya nokeng a sa tshola se go re kikanya go didimetsa o re nga ke tshe o ikitla ditlamero na ke tshe wa ke maspotlo a dikokwane ke ngwana wa sefata na sa muruleng sa re go shwa metse ya falala ya tshaba maputlana ya tshaba makhaoganyane ya le ba ga modimosana no nyana etswa mashi maselane a tebele Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.